Podcast, The Counter Show. Thank you guys for joining in today. I've got uh, Keith over there along with his side shot, side kick. I like side shot. Side shot, the guru of, uh, he's like the youngest member of the guru family, but I tell you what, he is quite the guru. So how you doing, Major? How you doing, buddy? Good. Awesome. So why don't you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about today so what they can be uh, tuning in before we get into all of our other stuff. So today we're looking at the Bronco and maybe pre-ordering it. Dad brought his wallet. Sorry, I got to learn to move the mic as we talk. Dad brought his wallet. We're going to we're going to order pre-order a Bronco. Live podcast. Live on the podcast. This is I, entertainment at its finest. I'm holding guys. up my wallet, and this part might even make it to video. But hey, whatever. Hey, you got. I don't see no cash in there, but I bet there's a lot of. Uh, some... Can't can't buy anything with cash anymore, Jay. <laughs> it's just, it's just true. Good thing you don't have any coin. You can't have any coin. There's a coin shortage apparently. So that's ah, just like that toilet paper. We're going to run out of toilet paper too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. So good. So this is inter- this is going to be interesting. Uh, I'll you know just like uh, the young side shot there said, um, uh, they're they've been doing their homework and studying. I have not intentionally. Um, I wanted to wait till this morning so I had it fresh in my mind. Um, so these guys have been studying this thing for a day or two, actually since it was revealed probably. But um, we're gonna we're gonna get into a few of the details. What kind of stands out at both of these guys, what they want on their their Bronco. And in a hypothetical manner, I'm going to tell you what I might like to have if I could buy one. So um, I'll, I'll shoot out my opinion on, on where I would start. Yep. Because I, I kind of, I don't know about you guys, um, are, are you getting one to kind of, you know, and I'll, I'll go ahead and ask this question, are you, are you getting one to be able to put your own touch to it at some point on it or do you kind of want it more of you want all those nice options beforehand so there is no uh waiting for that what do you I'm think? just ordering it for the ratings <laughs> so I love it so the big debate it. with us right now is um you know I, I have an fj i love it and mm-hmm. and i swore and i still say I'm not ever getting rid of it. It's just so well built. It's it's a it's a collector's item literally now. They're unique. Mm-hmm. It's it's insane how well that thing has held its value. It's worth today what I paid for it almost six years ago. Right. Um. And I I love what Ford has done with this Bronco as far as everything we know today. Mm-hmm. And. The hard part here is, which we will get into in a little bit, knowing what we're going to be doing in a couple years, because it could take a while to get these. And so, you know, we just thought, look, let's just pre-order one. You've got a little bit of time to change your mind, but it's $100, right? Mm-hmm. And if I mm-hmm. lose that $100, um, some kid in another country will go hungry. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it'll come out of majors like allowance or whatever. So it's not my problem. But uh, <laughs> he's probably going to have to cut quite a few lawns in the in the in the coming coming years. I, I would I would have to admit. So let's do the math on this. You're you're 
how old are you right now? Ten and a half. So when this thing comes out, that'll put you at twelve and a half. Twelve, twelve and a half. Twelve, yeah. twelve and a half. And then when the when the if we okay, so let's say we get it in two years. Okay, you'll be twelve. And then sixteen minus twelve is what? So potentially that thing could be four years old and I would sell it to you for 75% of what I paid for it. Sound good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, it, oh, it realistically oh. could turn into his, his, his vehicle. It, well, I, I would say, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and going to say that, that I think that, that that's the whole motivation here. Um, Major, play your cards right and make sure that you uh, get all the things that you want on it because I'm, I'm going to be willing to bet you that uh, the older you get, you're going to get a little bit more business savvy and that 75% may come down a bit. Um, if, <laughs> so you just need to know how to learn how to talk to your dad about those dealings. So, uh, And you'll get that. You'll get that. that. That comes with age and experience, so we'll see. So, Well, good. All right, so do we want to get into any, any news or anything? Live. Boom. The news. You want to get into anything like that? You got some uh, stories yes. you want to talk I, well, about? Well, I have one that I think is not only relevant to this particular episode, but kind of a big deal right now in general. Yeah. Um, but that does not mean I want to go first. It just means that I have one that I thought, hey, this is a good news topic. It fits go ahead. parts counter guru type, you know, conversations. Right. Sure. Absolutely, it is. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Um. So th- this is from CNBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ford beats Wall Street earnings ex- expectations after coronavirus shuttered factory. So this is something that we've talked about really over the past few months, and then we talked about it on our previous podcast in the sense that GM announced a quite a big loss in revenue. Right. In their, uh, I guess it would be second quarter report, mm-hmm. earnings report. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we kind of went into a little bit of how they could have done a better job on several things to maybe lessen that impact. Right. Um, so surprising to me then after, you know, there's a lot of automotive companies in trouble right now, not just General Motors. And we were kind of all waiting to see what would happen with Ford. And surprising, surprisingly, Ford did much better than expected. Right. Um, they did lose $1.9 billion, but I think that's nowhere near. Like, I think, wasn't GM at somewhere in the 8 or $9 billion loss? Yes, huge. Um, well, they had, a lot of, they, had a lot of, they had a lot of dealings with, you know, the Hertz, the whole Hertz things have kind of, there's a yeah. lot of things going on there that really kind of factored into their losses, too. So, so they did almost three billion better than they expected billion with a b that's great and we're all looking at each other going hey well you know mach e and bronco announcements both happened that impacted this quarter's earnings although the bronco more than the mach e yes um but they're still taking pre-orders i think on that so so kind of a kind of a nice you know, we knew Ford took some financial gambles, but it looks like they're paying off. They're it looks paying like off. they've got it together. Well, again, they're they're the, the the only of the of the big three that that hasn't taken any any um, bailout money at all, even you know way back and even now. And they're not, you know, they're just trying to get through. That helps when you can, you know, proceed through the business world 
and conduct business without having to owe somebody that kind of money. That certainly helps the bottom line. You know, it kind of surprises me, though, with GM that they didn't get much more of an impact from the vet. You know, you would have thought it's like everything that they could do wrong, they did wrong. Well, with that whole thing, you know, I mean, we're talking about this, you know, a year ago and change. Yeah. I was at the Corvette Museum and got to sit in one. Yeah. But where are they? How many have you seen on the road? Major, how I, many mid-engine Corvettes have you and I seen? Do you do you know? Two. Maybe. Yeah. Like 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 real out there being driven by. Yeah. Like two. Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 Right. What? Yeah. I've only seen one. I, I remember I texted you the other day. I just saw my first C8. And it, 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 I was, it certainly looks a lot different in person than it does. Yeah. They're you know, impressive. On, on, I just, they are. I mean, it's a nice looking ride. But I'm with you on that. It's kind of weird because uh, Ford has put this Bronco all over the place. I mean, there are sightings everywhere. I mean, there yeah. are people and driving these things. it's not even in things. production yet. No. So they've made a bunch of these vehicles to kind of stir the pot a little bit. Um, I saw something just yesterday, and I meant to plug it into our news feed, and I didn't do it. I again, I thought I did on the, this other one that I'm going to be talking about, but um, uh, the the Maki, the new that orange color. What is that orange color name? Do you remember? Cyber orange. Cyber orange. No, yes. wait, so the, that's on the Bronco. Oh, is it on the Bronco? Yeah, I'm not. Are um, you talking? You're talking about the orange color on the Maki. The Maki, yeah, it's uh they uh someone there's 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 one out there so it was spotted so there what i'm saying is is ford is is doing all the right things by putting these new vehicles in place out there for people to physically see them and i'm i think by human nature most people like to kind of touchy feely stuff um you look at something on on a website it just kind of looks you know it, it might throw you a little bit so you know maybe that's their their thing man you know and and I'll say this, Chevrolet on the Blazer, and I, I hate to keep bringing this up, but I, I'll bring it up one more time here. You know, for what they were trying to do, it is not a Blazer. It just basically has that name. If I were them, I would have brought it out as the Razor or something like that and just called it what it is. Because I sat in one the other day, and uh, honestly, man, it's it's a nice ride, but it's, an S, it's, it's a little SUV crossover type vehicle. It is not a... It's not what we call a blazer, what we're used to. So anyway, they failed it. They failed at that. So so I'm looking at um, the Maki, and it is cyber orange also on the Maki. Okay. It's cyber orange metallic. I just quickly pulled up the... There you uh, go. I, I thought it sounded familiar, but I... I'm, it's you know, a tri-coat. It's a tri-coat paint. So uh, yeah, there you go. Good, and good stuff. And while you're talking about the colors, this kind of looks like that cyber It orange. does. Yeah, it does. And it's, uh, you know, I keep telling everybody if you're a Tennessee volunteer fan or a Texas Longhorn fan, there you go, guys. So I didn't think this would be the case, but as we were going through our Bronco list uh, yesterday and narrowing mm -hmm. colors down, that cyber orange ended up in one of our, how many did we have left? Do you remember? Like four. Four, yeah. Like four. And it's, it's on our top four. Like we would, you know, it's one of the colors mm -hmm. we would buy. That's cool, man. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, I'm a, and we'll get into the colors and everything, but I, I have a favorite. I do like the Area 51. Um, I do dig that. There's something about it. It looks classic to me. You know that what? Color. 
we loved it too and mary loves it and i'm going to tell you right now like it 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 didn't make the cut and here's how that happened when you get in there and you start drilling down into the different color options available Mm -hmm. we started to compare it like i looked at it and i compared it to one of the grays and area 51 yep cactus gray compared them there's yeah there's like three or four different grayish colors blue gray gray and we just kept comparing the grays against each other and eventually just ruled it out. Now, you have to keep in mind that I have already have a blue. Yeah, yeah I see that. So I had to, yeah. you know, factor. It's a cool sure. color, but mm-hmm. when you compare it against the other colors that Ford is going to offer you on this on this vehicle, it changes things a little bit. You, you'll, you'll see. You'll see, Jay. Right. Okay. All right. You may, and it so, may be your thing, and that's great. It's your favorite. You yeah, know. well, it depends on if it's available, right. you know, on, on what I want to get. And, I, and that I haven't dug that deep into it. but So I have one, and I dropped this on you yesterday, and you went, ugh. Um, yeah. Ducati unveils three more interesting electric bikes and big EV push. Um, I didn't know that they were going there. Uh, so this kind of ties into... Um, and we were just talking about this before we started podcasting, is this kind of ties into, um, you know, the Overland crowd, uh, people that get out and they go camping and, and, you know, they want an alternate mode of transportation. You know, say you've got camp set up and you just kind of want to buzz around the campsite or, you know, go trailing or whatever. Uh, These are ideal for that, man, I I think. Um, So what do you know, Keith, about – I didn't know that they had unveiled – any before this so, so what do you know yeah so here's what here's what i took note of first of all this is two motorcycle manufacturers now in the past month that have dropped press releases on e-bikes yes uh, yamaha the, being yamaha yeah and yep. as a ducati owner uh as a major as a yamaha owner um and i've owned yamahas and you know this is an interesting move to me now as we look at the ducatis mm-hmm. like they're they're calling one a scrambler and right. that's the also the name of their kind of cruiser bike that they came out with a few years back it's right. got dirt bike tires on it it's got kenda dirt bike tires on it yeah um, that's what i saw I, I, it just looks ideal it's folding which is a huge right. draw to the RVer crowd or the Bronco off-roading crowd, the Overland crowd, because you can pack that sucker down and get it off the trails. That is exactly why I wanted to bring the story up. Um, it's a it's a neat article, and, and again, you know, everybody knows Ducati is a high end. Um, they are a sweet. You, you own one. It, it's it's an awesome yeah. bike. Um, yeah, it's just interesting to me, and I get it because people are kind of recognizing this 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 Overland crowd. Um, well, and they want an, an, an RV crowd, and with the times and how they've changed, with people getting, you know, trying to isolate themselves during the COVID time here, you know, it just makes a lot of sense to rule we, something out like this. You, you know, know, we need to get Rothmeyer in to talk about these e-bikes. I, I can give you just a brief, like, so you would think, well, why would you want that as an Overlander? Why wouldn't you just want to ride your pedal your mountain bike? Well, you know, first of all, you can pedal these. Um, yes. But if you are getting into backcountry areas where you may want a tent camp, mm-hmm. um, you may have to go out miles and miles. And that's a lot of work if you're pedaling a bike with some gear on your uh, strapped to your back or somewhere exactly. on the bike. And, and speaking of, of, of Rothmeyer, 
I had just, he, he and his wife were going on a two-day excursion where they were going to be taking their e-bikes up, uh, and they were going to trail ride for three miles, and then they were going to stop and uh, unload the bikes because they can't go any further with them, um, and they were going to hike two more miles up until they got to uh, a, a nice little plateaued area where there's a lake and they can get in there and camp overnight. But um, he has, you know, he just absolutely loves his. And that was the biggest factor for him. Being able to get out there and go deep across some terrain that on a pedal bike where you don't have assist, oh, you'd have to stop for a while and, and just kind of hang it up and, yeah. and you know, catch, catch your second wind. And as you guys know, when you're getting out there, time is of the essence, especially if you're fighting sun, you know, sunshine, sunlight. Or a storm coming. Or, or a storm coming or and whatever. Hey, so it's critical. If you're, tra- if you're, if you're, if you're backcountry with this guy right here, Right. He requires a mule. Like it is always <laughs> yeah. somebody's muling his pack because he's he's a. You were talking about negotiating earlier, and you know talking about <laughs> trying to get the price of that that used Bronco down a little bit. Trust right. me, Jay. He has those skills down already. <laughs> I don't know that there any more practice is needed. So he's got that figured out already. That's good. That's good. That's good. So. Um, yeah, so that's that's that, that's my story there. Um, I think we did find another piece of information. If you want to speak about it, since we're going to be getting into the um, um, this, let's see here. There it is, right there about the Bronco. Um, I found this on the um, uh, Bronco6G.com forum. Which those of you who are not aware of them, if you're a Bronco fan, surely you do. But if you don't. Go check them out. They're pretty informative. They've got some insight that that you otherwise may not have without going there. Um, but you know, there's been a lot of speculation on how Ford is going to handle this excitement because you can lay down a hundred dollar bill and you can reserve this thing. So then it is okay. So what if I change my mind? You know, you know. So you can, at the time you order, you can change your mind. I think is what they say, but. You can only change your Bronco dealer one time, according to the latest Ford dealer change instructions. So, if you are going to buy one, uh, just be prepared for you might be locked into that specific dealership. I get it; it makes sense. Um, they each dealership has a certain number allocated to them, I'm sure. And then, if you move your reservation to another dealership, it's kind of hard. It, you know, they don't get anything for that commission on that side so it's kind of right. they're kind of helping i think the 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 dealerships kind of reserve that right to to be able to sell that vehicle to you so just just understand business is business and that's the way it is and i think ford is actually being very gracious in in the way they're handling this all together anyway don't you think i do i do now um i've got one other this is bronco news uh mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw this out there okay and then um I know Jay, you've probably got the uh, a word from our sponsor teed up, but I uh, do, I do. Actually, um, let's. Uh, so, so we uh, Ford has confirmed um, Mike Levine, which is he's a Ford Ford spokesman, confirmed on Twitter that the Bronco was engineered to be flat towed. Now, if you don't know why why that matters so much, I can tell you. Speaking of business, like especially for Ford, that's a huge factor in going after the Jeep crowd because one of the most popular vehicles that you see towed behind motorhomes 
is a Jeep. That's right. And and if Ford is going to compete with potential Jeep buyers, one of the big questions that comes up is, can I flat tow this thing? Flat towing means you hook it up behind your motorhome and all four wheels are on the ground. Sometimes people call it four down and they use a harness. And basically when uh, you step on your brakes in the rig, there's a connecting tool that breaks the vehicle behind you and it aids in steering and all that sort of stuff. Um, I am not a fan of flat towing because you're turning the transmission and you're putting miles on it, whether the engine's running or not. But a lot of people are. A lot of people buy Jeeps because they feel like they're disposable and it's no big deal to just beat one up. So this is a this is a nice competitive uh, feather that Ford has put in their cap in terms of being able to sell to that same art, uh, motorhome owner crowd that want a flat tow vehicle. And now. You got two choices. You can go Jeep or you can go Ford Bronco. That's it. And I think it's, you know, we said this on our podcast when during the reveal. I I mentioned that that, that Ford was listening. Yep. They have absolutely paid attention. Not only were they listening to their their potential customers and and current loyal customers, but they were watching very closely what Jeep was doing, what they are doing and how they can do it better. And I'm yeah. telling you guys, yeah. Ford is they're going Ford after is, it, man. They're going after it. I mean, they're they they're going for the straight for the juggler, man. And if straight you don't look just now that I've brought it up, the next time that you're on an interstate and you pass RVs, and there's a lot of them out this year, look right. and see how many of them you see. I'll bet you see a lot of them towing Jeeps. There, it's a very yeah. common pull behind. So exactly, yeah. exactly. So hey, let me get into our uh, sponsorship here. Talk a little bit about uh, our friends over at AERA, which, by the way, their first podcast is out now. Um, and you can get that by going to AERA.org forward slash podcast. Um, you can also get to anything on their page, their membership. If you want to join, you can go there and do that. Look, AERA is the, uh, the Engine Builders Association, and they are the preeminent technical resource and industry voice for internal combustion engine builders, remanufacturers, machine shops, OEMs, suppliers, and service providers worldwide. They were established in 1922, and AERA is the industry's oldest and most authoritative organization. They serve an international membership made up of thousands of small and large businesses that provide service to industries ranging from mining and manufacturing to Formula One racing. That's pretty impressive, guys. Hey, as a technical organization, AERA provides engine specifications and technical assistance for internal combustion engines manufactured worldwide. Its world-class staff of experts and vast technical libraries provide AERA members with unparalleled access to information, expertise, assistance regarding engines and internal components, of every single conceivable size and use. AERA members have toll-free access to five technicians five days a week who help find answers to tough technical questions coming from around the world. If you are looking to get your engine rebuilt by any AERA member, you can visit their member locator on the web at aera.org forward slash member dash locator. And if you want more information about what AERA can do for you or possibly becoming a member yourself, Go ahead and visit it, AERA.org, and uh, sign up, man. It'll be well worth your money. Thank you guys so much for being our sponsor. We really appreciate it, and we're excited for your podcast. And, um, 
have fun with it, guys. Yeah, Thank you we so want to. Yeah. We want to absolutely. It's we we have Im, embarked. Wow, I'm having a hard time talking today. On a collaborative effort with AERA to help them launch a, a new podcast that is out. Uh, well, actually, by the time this podcast is out, theirs will be out, and yeah. we encourage you to go check that out after you subscribe to ours, of course. So, but yeah, <laughs> yes. it's good. We've heard the first episode. Um, we're thrilled for those guys, and we want to encourage everyone to go uh, give that a listen. So, uh, again, AERA.org, like Jay said, please go check it out. Yeah, it is a highly te- it's going to be a highly technical podcast for you, you uh, engine machinist guys uh, or anybody interested in getting into that field. And um, you can go to their website and find out about just about anything that they can do for you, though. So again, thank you guys. So, all right, so let's get into this thing, man. So here's what we got going on. So Major has stolen my wallet. So, uh, (laughs) well, that's that's sidecar. (laughs) I need my wallet back, please. Okay. Side Uh, shot. Side side shot. shot. Sorry. I'll get it. Uh, So why do we have this wallet? What what are we doing? We're going to pre-order a Bronco. Pre-order a Bronco. We're going to put a reservation in right here in real time. Um, So... Make sure you hit that subscribe button or the kid gets it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> but definitely, if you like what we're doing here, think about uh, hitting that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. We're going to get into, uh, I'm, sh- I'm going to show you how we do it. We're, some of this is new to us. Jay, can you see my screen? I can see everything clearly, right. perfectly. So you guys go ahead and proceed. And guys, listen, this is I, I'm excited because I'm going to witness these guys go through this process, and it might be easy for you to go through it when you want to order yours. Yep. Um, and I'm not there yet. I've been maybe given the green light to shop a little bit, but um, so this will kind of help me out the more I learn from these guys today. Yeah. So we'll we'll just shoot through this. So so one of the ahead. things that we noticed is Ford is now telling people that it might take until the 2022 model year to mm-hmm. get um to get your delivery so that's the the interest that they have seen in this bronco right that's what they've seen and, and which is huge the other thing was is that i don't think you can configure until september is that right Go uh the, that yeah process. we're gonna fi- hopefully we will we will find that out here and then if that's yeah yes if that's the way we expect it to be we're going to come back and do another uh, episode of this with that configuration as soon as Ford will let us do that. So that that's kind of the plan here. This is going to be a two-parter. Um, yeah. So so, what are we calling him? Side side. Side shot. Side shot. Sorry. <laughs> so so side <laughs> shot. Uh, what? So we're going we're going four door, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, right. what made you go with four door? Because we talked about this. Well, the two-door, the doors are wider, so you can't fit them in the back. Okay. And if you get the four-door, you can put the doors in the back instead of leaving them at home or wherever you are. So he figured out, we somehow stumbled on this, that the, 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 the two-door version, those doors are so wide that when you turn them sideways, they won't go in the back. Sorry, you didn't hear any of that, did you? The two-door... No, I could... I could hear it, but not, they're too not, wide. Yeah, you can't put, turn them sideways into the back. The doors okay. literally are too big. So, are you seeing the model comparison up on our screen here? I see this. Yes. Okay. So, one of the questions that we had right out of the gate, Jay, as you get into these model comparisons, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not sure 
that we're going to be able to actually go down that far. But Ford tells you, look, make it yours in four steps. They say, select your model based on the type of outdoor pursuits and interests you prefer. Mm-hmm. Then you pick your drivetrain. Right. And then you, you pick your equipment level, right? And then you right. go, like, you know, roof tires and all that, right? But mm-hmm. if you drill down into the available models and you look at this matrix, now, mm-hmm. this is on our website. You can find this. I've shared it out at partscounterguru.com. Right. But... We found that almost every single version, for example, I can take a black diamond and I can piece it together based on the packages they're showing in this list and make mm-hmm. it just like a Badlands. Right. And so I'm not really sure why we have seven different models. I mean, I understand the first edition and I understand. I get um, it. I get I get it. I get why. Why? why? Okay, so. If I'm, and this is what I am contemplating right now, okay, and it's why. Do, do, you, know, do you want the 2.3? Do you want the 2.7? Do you want standard transmission? Do you want the, you know, so you have that option. So for me, I would prefer to go ahead and go with a vehicle that I could put the 2.7 EcoBoost in along with the automatic transmission and all of the, because I am not a pro off-roader. So I'm going to want to have the the ability to have some things automatically done for me based on what it's what the terrain type is, and I can tell that. So that's pretty important to me to have that. But it's also important for me to be able to build off of that lower model to where I can add some of these these other things that are on these other packages. And that's the one thing that I see what Ford has done here. I believe they're trying to give people that a little little relief on the wallet if you will out of the chute and allow them to grow that vehicle and if you go up each one of these models you can you you hit a brick wall on some of them but there are some you can go on up and get up to that sasquatch package yeah i see what you're saying so yeah for example the first two big ben uh, actually the base if you count the base the first Mm -hmm. three uh, Mm -hmm. i'm assuming they're listing these kind of we're guessing right now that you know they're listing them lowest to highest in terms of entry level costs we don't know that but if i look at the big so it's base big bend black diamond outer banks badlands wild track and first edition all right the first three of those base big bend and black diamond come Mm -hmm. out of the gate with a seven seat seven speed manual trans okay that's right then you get into uh, the Outer Banks has a 10-speed automatic, and then you go back to a 7-speed manual in the Badlands, and then you go back to an automatic in Wild Track and an automatic in First Edition. So I, I see right. what you're saying there. But you can get either transmission in any of these. That's correct. You can. Except but, for maybe getting the manual in the First Edition. That's the one configuration that I didn't see. Um Oh, and the Wild Track that may not offer the manual. Yeah, those two don't. Um, so my other question was, and I don't know how you know deep you guys got into it. Some of the electronically controlled, you know, like the goat mechanism, you know, those six, functions and stuff. Six versus seven six. goat modes. Yep. Right. So here's the question I have. Let's say you go for the, you know, you've got the one package where it's only the six, right? Yep. Versus the eight. Is that something that you can go back to the dealer? at a specific time and they can change out you know a you know a chip or a computer or how's that you know is that going to be something that, well, that can be done if they're not showing it to you in this matrix it i would i would 
assume that Ford doesn't want you doing that, okay? Because they specifically list the GOAT modes mm-hmm. available for each uh, edition, okay? okay? So my guess on that would be, no, you get the GOAT mode that comes with your order, and you probably cannot change that because it's more than electronics. I think it has to do with gearing in that um, drivetrain would be my right. guess. Yeah, but if you look at some of that, it's some of that is similar or same right. without the mode. Yeah. You know, you see what I'm saying? I do. So, you know, are they leaving that to the aftermarket guys like Hennessy? Because we know that Hennessy has come out and they've got a lot of stuff available already for these things. Right. I haven't been to the Hennessy store online to find out what's available and what you can do to these packages, but I would assume they wouldn't roll anything out like that until after these actually hit the market. Right, um, right, yeah. For a lot, for a lot why, of reasons. Why would they? You know, you, you know, right. couldn't. Why would you buy it before you had something to put it on? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, well, not only that, though, they're you know they'd be basically, um, uh, you know, up against Ford. It just right. doesn't make good sense if they partner with them for them to do that anyway. So anyway, that's just, you know, this is some of the questions I had on that. But go ahead. So which we narrowed this down to a couple different uh, models. Which one did, were we the most fond of? Badlands yep. and first edition. But the first edition is so like you can't everybody's pre-ordered one. And the first edition on the Bronco Sport is the same. Oh, so he really? went and checked that this morning and the, uh, confirmed that the Bronco Sport first edition was also uh, they had reached their thirty five hundred model reservation limit. Well, they increased uh, it. To, they did, increased it. They doubled it to seven thousand. Um, but I think they're all spoken for already okay. again. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> That's not a bad problem to have, Ford. So, you know, you know Wild Track was immediately out for us because we don't high speed off roading is not something that we're no. into. We're not. No. We're not racing it. So, so uh, let's just go ahead here and see. Uh, I'm going to switch over to my other tab and see if uh, we can get a reservation. We're we are leaning towards manual trans, although you won't get a remote start with that. Um, and we're leaning towards uh, probably a Sasquatch package. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that with you guys. And I, I've done everything I can to talk uh, side shot out of leather seats, but he likes the heated steering wheel in the leather seats. <laughs> so, all right. So let's get let's get over here, and let's go. Um, Why do you want the manual? Because they're. Because manual transmissions are uh, fun to drive, especially in an off-road vehicle. And I've got an automatic off-road vehicle. So if I'm going to try to, you know, make it a little different, I thought, let's go let's go manual. So how important is remote start to you? To me, zero. To side shot, probably, uh, what, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being you really, really want it. Remote start, how important? Four. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I, you I would say cool you guys are going to get it. A... Doesn't matter, right? Yeah. 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 All there right. You go. Would you rather have Sasquatch big tire, Sasquatch package, or remote start? Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. See. <laughs> All right. All He's right. Reserve man. your Bronco. Here we go. Choose your model. 
All right, we're going to go. You want to do it? Yeah. Get on in there. All right. So he's, so he's going four-door, guys. Yep. That's the base. He's Is that where gonna... you want to be? Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Now, before you go any further, you got to switch that back to four-door again because it changed yeah. when you changed models. Now, click on Reservations Explained, and let's see if that gives us any good information. Uh, reserve now. Select your Bronco. Choose a dealer and put your da down your $100 refundable deposit. Okay? Then, in December, you can actually place your order. And Ford says you'll be able to convert that reservation into an actual order of a Bronco with the Ford dealer that you prefer to use. Uh, your dealer will reach out to you to place the order, which we will attempt to do in front of a camera. <laughs> it's pretty Once awesome. you verify all the information and pricing from your dealer, your order will be confirmed. Then they're going to start shipping these things out in mid-2021, but I'm not holding my breath to get it soon. Right. I think the, high, the more elaborate you get with your choosing, uh, the later it's going to be. They'll be pumping those base models out like, so like candy. It looks like you have to pick a model. Like So we're on Badlands. Mm -hmm. and, and you do have to at least commit to that level of re re reservation. Like You can't just say, I want a Bronco. You have to pick a, a package, right? A starting package. Right. So now let's go back and let's look at the default bat. Let's just make sure before we, you know, commit to this, if I can get to that screen. So that means at the very least, because we do not want the 2.3 liter EcoBoost. We want the 2.7. We're, we're with you on that, Jay. I do not want that smaller engine. Well, you have it requires a 10 speed automatic. There is no manual offering in that mm. with with the 2.7. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are you sure? Uh, from what I saw, yeah. Um, because if you go into... Ooh, you may be right there. It requires a 10-speed automatic transmission, yeah. Ooh, yeah. well, now we've got to decide. And we've got a couple months to, sounds like, make up our mind on that. Yeah. yeah. So if you want the 2.7, you got to go automatic. Right. I know what I want. Now. What? Wait. Which one do you prefer? The automatic. Why? Because it has the bigger engine. All right. Well, there you go. What were you going to say, Jay? Some nice horsepower. Yeah. Plus, it you get with that, you can get into the advanced 4x4 automatic on demand and all that stuff. It's just a lot of... That's what I'm talking about. So for me, I'm... I'm I'm leaning towards that 2.7 with the 10-speed automatic with that package. So Just because I, I want – I'm not a an avid off-roader. I've been off-road, you know. Yeah. And I've, I've done a little bit, but I'm not like the the guy out there who's got seven vehicles, you know, and, and two divorces because of it. You know? <laughs> so uh, this – if you go – if you go – yeah, but you – who knows, man? You may love this thing so much. You are in the you are in off-roading country, and you've oh, got the you've got the, the the people to take you out and kind of nudge you into that next level of you know. Yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. Um, so we'll the, see. the standard package with the uh, Badlands comes with seven goat modes. 17-inch mm -hmm. uh, carbonized gray painted machine-faced aluminum wheels, 33-inch right. tires. 
Uh, Badland suspension with the front stabilizer bar disconnect, which was something because we do take ours off road that I would want. Oh yeah. Uh, heavy duty bumpers, yeah, man. You gotta you gotta do the modular bumper stuff on a vehicle like this. You got to. Absolutely, man. Now, you know how in some automatic transmission cars, there's like park, reverse, neutral, drive, or something like that, and then. There's also an option where you can shift like it. It's a simulated, it's a simulated manual so, shift control. Yeah, it's a double clutch transmission basically is what it is. And it's, it's designed to allow you to be able to shift. Are you asking if this or, would have that? I doubt it because this is a, it's a truck type vehicle. It's not designed for uh, the torque you would need for kind of street racing. So I would be but, very surprised. But on the, um, what is it, the uh, first edition? That thing is for high-speed off-roading, wild well, track. And wild that track, one? yeah. Yeah. So maybe, let's see, what does wild track say? Let's, take, let's get deeper into that 10-speed transmission and what it can do for you. While you're doing that, I'll go ahead and say... Yeah, um, look at that. The, the default here is rubberized flooring with drain plugs, which I'm a huge fan of. you got to oh. think about it like this, guys. You've got a removable roof vehicle. You're going to get funk in there. You want to be able to get it out. You want to be able to just hose it out. Marine-grade vinyl seats uh, are standard, but you can get leather trim seats, and we're going to probably end up arm wrestling over that one. Um, but you can put the Sasquatch package on... The Badlands, you can put the mid package, the high package, and the luxe package. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you got? You see anything? Uh, yeah, let's see. The Bronco will have a manual. Trans the Bronco's standard transmission will be a seven speed get rag manual. Um, it will function as a six speed in normal driving with a super low crawl gear meant for off roading. The stick will only be available in the two three engine. A 10-speed automatic will be available for the four-cylinder and standard on the six-cylinder, which is the 2.7. Bronco Sport will use an eight-speed automatic with both motors, um, although the bigger engine will have paddle shifters. So that's that's the eight. That's the Sport, the eight-speed. Let's see. Now this. Let me ask. Let me ask. Side shot. If you had to give up. If you had to give up um, this particular model to get paddle shifters, like if we couldn't do Badlands and we had to do Wild Track, but you got the paddle shifters, would you care? Mm, that's kind of hard. Yeah, see, I think you got to think about this for what it is. This is an off-road vehicle. I honestly... If you were my kid, I wouldn't want you having paddle shifters on a vehicle like this because you don't need to be racing it. It's too dangerous. These are too wobbly at high speeds. They're not designed for high speeds. That's that's not where their their strong suit wheelhouse is. And when they say high speed, you know, off road high speed, that's a lot different than right. on highway. High I mean, speed, those so. tires are going to be rated at probably speed rated at what? 80, 90 miles an hour, probably no more than that, as big as they are. Well, they might be a little more than that, but 
it's it's not going to be like a normal passenger car tire right, or, a, right. or a H rated or V rated or Z rated. Right. It's sure. just not designed to fly fly down. No, the it's not. It has a lot to do with stability and cur- you know turns, uh, being able to get into turns, the the sidewall thickness and those sorts of things. The sidewall thickness is going to kind of inhibit you from doing a lot of things in high speed mode anyway, uh, just by the nature of what it is, because tires are meant to flex and help you kind of grip into turns and stuff like that. These tires are designed to get you through a lot of stuff that you normally couldn't get through. So, yeah, there are some differences. It'll be interesting to see if they do offer that, though. But I, I don't I don't think you're going to see it in the full-size Bronco. It definitely is going to be available in the Sport. But I just don't think it's going to be an option, and you guys will find that out. So, All right, so we're going to go Badlands. You ready to re- you ready to reserve it? All right, here we go. I just clicked on reserve. Now, let's find a dealer. Uh, so our entry price at this, and this is before we have our... Our, our way with it is going to be $44,590. Okay. So that's where we start here. Okay. Um, so, so we commit to this later, you know, we're probably going to be in the neighborhood of 50 grand. Okay. All right. Let's find a dealer. Like something you would never spend on mommy. <laughs> We'll edit that out later. Hey, side side shot. There are certain things. There are certain things. <laughs> well, to be fair, and I don't I don't mind saying this on on the podcast because we say it at the dinner table all the time. If I started having accidents right now, this week, I would still probably never get caught up to my wife in terms of total number of collisions over the course of our <laughs> lifetime. So, look, man, I mean, cliches are cliches because there's a little bit of truth in them, right? Who's who's teaching you how to drive, uh, Major? You. (laughs) Good call, buddy. Who do you want to teach you how to drive? (laughs) There you go. Well, oh you man, got, that's you silence. got a few years it, to figure that one yeah, out. Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. Well, he's, right. he's probably a lot smarter than we are by not saying anything. He's pleading the fifth. All right, I'm entering my zip <laughs> yeah. code. It's going to ask me to pick a dealer. Um, yeah, there it is. Can I change? Okay, is this not even letting me zoom? Like, what if I wanted to go to one that was, um, you know, 20 miles away? Click dealer name <laughs> to update dealership. All right, let's try that. So there you go. There you go. There we go. That's no thanks. No thanks. No, these guys I might. Eh, eh. Um, what's the one that's out by the river in a van? <laughs> See what I did there? Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to just tell you right now that I tried to buy a vehicle from them uh, for my wife. Uh, three or four years ago, and they do they do fixed pricing, which I'm not a fan of in a Ford dealer. They will not. Uh, you pay their you pay their asking price, or you hit the road. They have a really nice service center there, though. Yeah, well, it's the um, biggest Ford dealer in the city, so yeah. Right now, the one that's over on uh, in Berry Hill, over by the cemetery. Yep, um, that's under new ownership. So they have serviced my V10 in my uh, RV. Okay. So that's uh, that's kind of in the backyard of where you and I used to work together. Yes. Um, you know, is that a new ownership, a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, I think it's a good thing. Um, they kind of carry the torch. 
um, with that. And I mean, the guy was really good about his service departments, and he was good service. I I liked it, but I but that's it's been several years since I've even been in there. So well, I was in it's there. Be, it's I've been know. in there recently. I mean, they're a truck center, you know. Yeah, and that's it. That's what you want to do. I mean, you know, you could go to mid ten there. So I I'm mean, actually looking at this one right here. And I, you know what? I'm going to tell you why that's a good choice. Small. Absolutely. And they're in the heart of the country where people are going to – they're pushing F-150s out there, brother. And I that's, think I would have a little bit more leverage with these guys to go, hey, uh, let's podcast. Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's – uh, Let's yeah. try to get it right. Don't. Can can we podcast while I'm taking ownership of this uh, this yeah. vehicle that uh, that I just bought from you? So sure. I'm I'm leaning here. I'm gonna okay. All right, so go let's, for it. Let's go that. All right, and then boy, they're gonna be excited, man. You're gonna you're gonna have a, a dozen donuts show up on your doorstep. I I wouldn't refuse them. All right, is it really this simple? So we it just lo- go like reserve it. now, and you put in your information and. Oh, now I got to create an account. Really? Okay. Yeah, so you might want to take that off of, or are you going to Yeah, blur it? I'll blank it out. I'll blank it okay. out and I'll fix right. it in post. Okay, here we go. Fix it in post. So go for it. <laughs> this is awesome. Jay, what's your so, email address? Just kidding. Uh, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, while this is occurring, <laughs> I, will, I will tell you that um, this really appears to be an extremely simple process. And honestly, I don't know why Keith is sitting here going, "Really?" I mean, everything you do today, man, you got to put a, you got to have a username and a password. So it's nothing, nor- nothing abnormal here. Um, this is good. Um, it looks to be very easy. Um, you can pick your dealer, and it looks like you can select any dealer in your area. I don't know. I didn't see. Did it give you by chance the, a radius? Can you buy out of state, or does it have to be near you? Um, good question, huh? It didn't give me a radius choice. When I clicked the name of the dealership closest to me, it mm-hmm. did show me mile distance, but it did not give me an option to expand that mile yeah. distance. So I think that the, just based on what I saw, it's probably within a fifty-mile um, radius of you. That's what it is. And which makes sense. That's pretty standard on searches, anyway. Um, so just keep that in mind, folks. If you're wanting to buy elsewhere, you may have to key in uh, that specific zip code, um, which is fine. Just right. Have that so prepared. the takeaway there is you just start with the zip code close to where you want to buy it. That's it. That's it. And that, that way you can because you can yeah you can I'm putting in my address after the fact. So right. yeah, you can just pick a zip code. Pick a zip and, and move on. I like this. So we got a body style four door series description is a Badlands. The base MSRP forty four five ninety. Destination charges are fourteen hundred and ninety five dollars. Uh, the total MSRP forty six thousand eighty five dollars uh, with a reservation deposit. Um, hundred smackers. Hundred smackers, man. All right. So here we go. Are you gonna hundred bucks? It? Here we go. Is that it? Here we go. That's it, Two man. Hours. Drum roll. You want to hit drum the button? Well, I'm going to have to put, give him my card number, I'm sure. Your card will be charged this amount. Okay. Uh, reservation deposit saves your vehicle configuration and simplifies the buying process. Okay. Uh, okay. I've read and, and agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Double checking my work here. Badlands, body style, four door. Yeah. See, that's it right now. Is you just that's it. Can I press that button? Yeah. Cause so they won't let you configure it all right now at, the, at this point. That's right. So keep that in mind, guys. If you're looking to reserve a specific configuration, that will not happen today. Um, they are saying that you will not have the ability to be able to do that until probably mid-September, end of September. And then the actual physical taking of the orders or the order being processed, I think, is in December. Is that right, Keith? Yes, that, that's the way I understood it. That's when it. it's final, finalized. And then delivery at the earliest would be mid to late 2021 and possibly into 2022, depending on your configuration, folks. So there you go. That's interesting. Bada bing. Bada boom. Bada beat. Oh, hold on. Oh. Got to get the security okay. code in. All right. Turn away, turn away, turn away. Did we win? It's all cryptic. Look at that. I've got a reservation number. Oh, one million. Wait a second here. Ten million three hundred and seventy thousand seven hundred and forty eight is that's oh, pretty uh, oh wow over 10 million is if that's just for these broncos that can't be they can't have 10 million broncos reserved yeah it, it is it's are, are you serious yeah. yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of smackaroos but you got to understand there's some serious people out there and there's some not so serious people out there so this is how ford's going to weed that out by you know you go in and you configure and it's a refundable hundred dollars you know, to them, it's nothing. Uh, just a little time to, to, to take that. But that's pretty impressive that they've got uh, over 10 million reservations out there on these things. Place order beginning late 2020 is the way it's worded on this. Uh, yeah. Production beginning spring 2021. Shipped beginning spring 2021. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see that happening for us. But okay. No. no. Yeah. Wow. So there you go, pal. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. We have officially on the air, live, reserved a Ford Bronco Badlands edition with the, uh, we don't know anything else. That's just the base package. And just based on the discussions that we were having today, uh, it appears that these two gentlemen are going to be appreciating a 10-speed automatic transmission. Hashtag and, don't uh, tell mom. Yeah. Congratulations, Major. So we Good just got to, you have to, you know, you have to actually say something for them to be able to hear you on the podcast. He's <laughs> shaking his head. So we did get the email. <laughs> I just pulled open my email and it's got my reservation details in it. That's awesome. Now, Congratulations, guys. get to like pick the options and colors? So what they're saying is it September. looks like, it looks like, uh, yeah, in a, in a month or two. Yeah, you've reserved a spot to have that ability to be able to do that. That'll be interesting when that happens. And is it going to be where you have to physically go into the dealership to do that? Probably oh, so. I, uh, well, I'll tell you what. Either way, we'll, we'll, we'll record that process and we'll make another video on that. So if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe. So, and if you ring that you bell, to, yeah. you'll get an alert when we release it. So there you go. Well, what you can you can learn from our mistakes here on this. If you want to know what happens on the next step, 
ring the bell, everybody. Yeah. And as soon as we're able to do it, we're going to go out and do it and release a video on it. Right. And where they're going to ring that bell is over on youtube.com forward slash parts county gurus. Subscribe, ring the bell, tell a friend, share. Remember that your subscription to our YouTube channel is is absolutely free to you, but it's priceless to us. It means everything to us. It helps us keep these things going. Um, let's go ahead and talk about our podcast. You can check us out over on uh, parscountyguru.com forward slash podcast links. Um, you can find everything else you need to know about us there. You can um, uh, follow us on social media. Uh, we're on every platform out there available to you. Except we don't, we're not doing the TikTok thing. Um, that's not, a, in my opinion, a, something that we would want to do. I don't know. Maybe we should. Be. Maybe people that's, might like to see us dancing or something. I don't know. So, but anyway, yeah, you can check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Parts County Gurus. Please give us a like. Uh, share and tell a friend have them uh, give us a like as well follow us there you can follow us on um, instagram at instagram.com forward slash the parts kind of gurus we are now over on twitter.com our handle is the at the counter show just like what you're listening to right now at the counter show we're pretty excited and if you really enjoyed this today give us a thumbs up over on the youtube channel subscribe to everything you can and if you really like listening to what major has to say and watching the growth of this young podcaster now is your yeah. opportunity so by look subscribing. If, if this is helpful to anybody uh, i'll let him come back if you tell us in the comments that you're that you're good with it <laughs> and you know if uh there's stuff you would like to see different you can tell us that uh in the comments as well now jay before yes. we wrap this up here, I've got a mm-hmm. I've got a product of the week that I wanted to yeah. highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jay has a cat. Major, you like cats, right? <laughs> and um, <laughs> we're living in crazy times here. Um, people are doing weird things. Hey, taco cat spelled backwards is taco cat. There you go. Um, if if you care at all about your cat, I have an important book that you need to add to your collection. Uh, some some of you out there watching and listening to this own firearms and keep those firearms in your house. Some of you don't. Some of you don't <laughs> believe in that. And th- that's to each their own. Whether you choose to or not is up to you. Um, if you have taken on the responsibility of keeping firearms in your house and you're a cat owner, we have a book here called <laughs> How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety. Now... This is uh, this is a real book. It's I don't know how many pages long it is. Uh, One hundred and thirty-four and change looks like. Are are there any uh, specific ec- ec- excerpts out of that that you might want to well, share with us to kind of tease us? So the uh, the full title of the book is "How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety, Abstinence, Drugs, Satanism, and Other Dangers That Threaten Their Nine Lives." So you have to remember. This is nine times is important here because you got, you know, (laughs) yeah, there's lots of bad choices that can happen all at once. Right. Okay, so I'm going to get into some of those excerpts in upcoming episodes, Jay. But okay, here's here's what's here's what I'll read. Okay, this is this is the back cover. Long gone are the good old days when a cat's biggest worries were mean dogs or a bath. Today's cats must confront liberals, online predators, uh the possibility of needing to survive in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Uh, 
and countless other threats to their nine lives. <laughs> I, I feel like that's unfair to, you know, some cats have, uh, what's the opposite of liberal? Uh, is it just conservative? Yeah. Conservative, yeah. Yeah, there's dangers there, yeah. too, because th- those, are, those are the ones that are typically the fire. I, yeah, you, you got to prepare your cat for both. Okay. But well, no, yeah. Yeah, just have just have your cat know that when, just have your have your cat know when they get this book that this is you know it's meant to service all. Yep. Service but all. have no fear. Uh, we're here to prepare you for the difficult conversations you dread having with your cat. Written in simple Q and A format, how to talk to your cat about gun safety answers crucial questions such as, what age is the right age to talk to my cat about the proper use of firearms. <laughs> what are the benefits of my cat living a lifestyle of abstinence? Uh, what does my cat need to use the internet? Can he just play with yarn like cats used to? Oh, no, sorry. Why does my cat need to use the internet? Can't he just oh, play yeah. with yarn like the cats used to? Oh, no. Cats got to have internet, man. They got to order their litter all right. and all that stuff. So yeah. if this yeah. is you, and and I do realize it may not be for everyone, but, you know, first of all, you've probably got to be a cat owner. Uh there you go. We'll put a link to this on our mentioned on the podcast page. You can find that at partscounterguru.com. Um, and uh, look, please, if you uh, if you if you care about your cat and you have guns in the home, you need to read this. I'll, here, this is a, a depiction of the Oval Office with some birds in charge. Okay, and nobody <laughs> wants that, right? So, look, have the conversation today. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, you can get that uh, through our yeah through our website, like you said, mentioned on the podcast. <laughs> the podcast link there. Man, I love this will, stuff. I love. Finding I do. These I things. do too. I think it's fantastic. You can check it. We've got a lot of things. There's a mentioned on the podcast tab. Uh, Keith has just recently gone under the hood of our website and made it a lot easier for you to navigate to a specific podcast that we may mention. Hey, you can buy it on that podcast. So thank you for doing that, Keith. That looks so good. Um, the other thing is, is that we also have an Amazon. Uh, icon link up at the top right hand side of our website which will allow you to shop for anything that you want you don't have to buy anything that we mentioned on the podcast however we would appreciate that but you can buy you can go and you know buy peanuts on there if you want peanuts or toilet paper you might need toilet paper i mean you know it is covid for you know whatever reason but anyway you might need tp buy it over there on amazon keith do does you know do we know what people who they are it's completely anonymous Um, no. What do we get? What do we get from it? So we get a, an affiliate, uh, credit. It helps support the show. It helps support things like bandwidth. We, we, so it doesn't cost you any more to use that link. It's the exact same price that you would pay for, you know, whatever weird stuff you're going to buy. Like, let's say this book, for example. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but we do get an affiliate credit and it just helps support. Look, if you're, you're going to buy stuff off Amazon, you know, you are. Then yeah. uh, why not use the link and you right know. now? Yeah. yeah, I mean everybody's buying everything off Amazon. Look, Bezos needs more money. Right, I'm just telling you. Hey, just saying. Yeah, well, he needs a little bit more. I mean, he was a little up this, this you know, this past quarter. He's, man. That He's guy's going to end up, up buying a planet. You know, before he already so. has, hasn't he? He's pretty uh, much already owns it, doesn't he? Uh, you know. Uh, so okay. uh, side shot. Any closing thoughts? Did you have fun on this uh, podcast? Yes. Would you be willing oh, to come back and be a guest again in the future? <laughs> <laughs> you almost took his teeth out. Yeah. Oh, you almost took Sorry. his teeth out. Guys, I got to tell you, if you're if you're not watching this and if you're just listening to it, that was pretty awesome. 
<laughs> yeah. So tune in next time for more antics. Uh, here we go. I'll, yeah. I'll bring us. I'll bring this to a close. So for for Jay over there, you you know him as Mister Jay. Side shot. Actually, where is Jay? Is he over there? He's over there. I'm, He's I'm, way over there. Yeah. I'm here and there. You guys are right there. Side shot to to my left. You're right. I'm Keith. Uh, here's some closing thoughts. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. So or true. cat, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, talk everybody. Okay. Thank you so much for your subscriptions. Thanks for watching and listening. We'll talk to you soon. Stop pushing me. Why are you pushing me? Because your thing is right up against my leg. <laughs> Don't touch me.